Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with your dating guru, Montreal socialista and founder of SoloInTheCity.tv, Cheryl Besner. Hello, Cheryl. Hey, Dan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. So, cosmopolitan dating. Tell me about your idea for, for today's show. Well, I, it's quite simple. You know, things are very different from city to city. Montreal has its own vibe in the dating world. Toronto has its own vibe. And I was just in New York recently, and I realized it has its own vibe. And I'm was curious, which is one of the reasons that I reached out to one of New York's matchmakers, uh, one of the New York matchmakers, to come and talk to us a little bit later about this, because I think that in different cities, you have to approach your dating life differently. Now, you've lived in lived in different cities, have you not? Well, I grew up in the country, right. uh, up north, where uh, I was uh, a teenager then, so there was no dating life at all, <laughs> because everyone is so far apart. Okay, that uh, makes I sense. I think I went into the movies once. That was, I think I had one date as a teenager. It was really pathetic. Oh, uh, damn! No, this is, it was in the middle of nowhere. There's no one around, um, and 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 I would and the dates would either be movies or going to someone's house. You know, just hanging out at someone's house. Uh, it was it was pretty lame. So then I come to Montreal when I'm 17, 18, and wow, I mean, whole new world of possibilities. People from different cultures. Um, Were you and, just like flopping around like a jelly bean, like you know? In a <laughs> no, that was, there was a bit of, of visual stimulation going on there because uh, I'd never seen so many beautiful women in one place, and and that was uh, that was uh, a different. It was it, and it's fun, and uh, and dating in various cities is is always sort of different, and it certainly was different for me coming to to Montreal. Um, but I've never lived in in a gigantic city like New York. So how is it different? How is Montreal different from New York City when you're dating? Well, I I'm going to tell you from my perspective, and I have a lot of friends who live in New York, and a lot of my friends have never been married, which is interesting because, you know, here I'm 55 years old. Most of my friends have been married and sadly divorced in a lot of cases. Yet in New York, a lot of the people that I know are single and have never been married. And that seems to be a little bit about the culture or in their thinking, the culture that they're there to work. They're there to make something for themselves. They're making their mark and it's very fast paced. And even when I look at things, for instance, in this city, if I ask people in the city, and you know, we're always out there on doing love beats, we ask people, what apps do you use? What matchmakers do you use? How do you meet new people? They'll tell you they're on the standard, you know, the match.com, Soul in the City's dating site. Um, they'll, they'll go through certain ones. But in New York, I've met people that are on five different dating sites, all at the same time like they're wow. actually clicking from one to another they've shown me it you know that sounds and, exhausting and, but that's just it you know what a lot of people do say it's exhausting I yeah. mean and that's anywhere and in Toronto same thing happens and it's maybe not as much as what's going on in New York but what's interesting here is that I realized this even during Grand Prix I met so many people from Toronto and New York and a lot of the women wanted to migrate here because they're like Montreal would be such a great dating city and all the Montreal women want to go to New York or Toronto so I think it has a lot to do with where you live you just think that it's better and different somewhere mm. else. And I, I just, think, is the population part of it too? Because in New York, there's so many more people and so many more options. Maybe that's a reason uh, why people stay single longer. Whereas here in Montreal, I mean, you sort of, uh, I mean, you can you can date someone in New York and, ne and and it goes badly. You never see them again for yeah, the rest of your it's life. Yeah, so, because it's right. so big and so widespread. Well, that's going to be something that I actually want to ask Janice Spindell, who will be joining us. So I think now's the time yeah. maybe we should bring her on. What so, do you think? Yeah, Janice Spindell, a uh, millionaire and, uh, well, billionaire matchmaker based out of New York City. She joins us on the line now. Hi, Janice. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. 
did. So, you know, we're sitting here talking about the different cultures of different cities and the dating. And Dan was asking a little bit about the New York culture and if being in a big cosmopolitan city with so many people living there, does it help or hinder the dater? What do you think, Janice? Well, I think you could go either way. It's a very difficult city to date in, but to be honest with you, any major cosmopolitan city, I think it is very difficult. There are two million more single women in the state of New York than there are men, so it's extremely competitive out there for women, but a lot of people migrate to New York from all over the world because of career, because of sophistication, because of energy, because of education. So I think that there are some really fabulous, fabulous, fabulous men and women both in New York, but ironically, it's very funny, New York men and men in general absolutely love French Canadian women. Oh, really? Because they feel, and I agree, in 2003, I had a billionaire from Boston who sent me to Montreal and Toronto to find him a wife. He wanted a French-Canadian Jewish woman because he felt they were softer, more feminine, sweeter, and a lot more like European women. Well, it's interesting because I've heard that a lot even from Montreal, and you said Jewish, a lot of Montreal men talk about if they are English that they do want to date somebody from the French-Canadian population afterwards, saying exactly the same thing. They're softer, less At the end of the day, Cheryl, I think that it's really about being in the right place at the right time, being realistic with your expectations of what you're looking for, no matter where you live, and being approachable and letting your body language tell the people out there that I am commitment-minded and I am approachable and I am a nice person and I do have the whole package and smile when you walk around. Like, don't have your head in your phone. Don't be texting. Don't have your head down looking at your feet. Whether you're in New York, Montreal, Toronto, Chicago, L.A., San Francisco, I mean, we spread love all over the world. And people are the same everywhere. They're picky and they want the whole package. And they meet a lot of people, but they don't meet the right people. I just hung up with a man for 45 minutes, 40 minutes, who was complaining that he's been in relationship after relationship. He's in New York, but with the wrong women. And I hear that from men in Toronto, that I, you're tall, dark, and handsome. I don't understand. Why can't you meet a woman? And he said, I meet women all the time, Janice, but I just can't meet the right women. Well, and that's so a- that's why people come and outsource us, because we are good at what we do, and we step out of the box to really find men and women the right person. Well, I I do agree with you. And one of the things that I was getting at when we were talking about men who want, for instance, to date French-Canadian women, it's not really about that. It's also the expectations that the men have in their heads as wanting something different from what they know. Because the fact is, English, French, different nationalities, it's all about how we put ourselves out there. Dan, you're looking at me like, you're. do you agree with what I'm saying there? Uh, no, I was just thinking that uh, uh, Quebec women, I think, are unique in North America. Because, well, we are. Yeah. Uh, I agree. English uh, or French. So. Bilingual, highly educated, mm-hmm. uh, f- probably bigger proportion of feminists, strong women than anywhere else in North America. So, Janice, do, do, you, do you see that reputation as well? I mean, do you see Quebec women as being sort of uh, some of the strongest women around? And stylish. And stylish. Uh, Stylish, yes. I call it mini Paris. Um, (laughs) Do I see them as being the strongest? It's funny. I have a slew coming this weekend from both Montreal and Toronto that I'm hosting. 
So I'm very anxious to spend four days with them and see what they're really like in different environments. I wouldn't classify, as, as generally speaking, I wouldn't say that Canadian women are strong. Remember, I'm from New York. <laughs> you know, I'm a very strong woman. Cheryl's a very strong woman. Yeah, you know, hear there, me roar. There are alpha females out there that are strong. It doesn't matter where they're from. But the way I see Canadian women is they're very soft. They're much more like European women. They're sexy. They're pretty. They're smart. They have a great look. They have a great accent. They're bilingual. Do you think I like them? Should I tell you how I really feel? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you just mentioned the fact that you have a group of um, Montreal and Toronto women coming out there. Tell us a little bit about that. Is this a um, bunch of women who are utilizing your services, or is this no, a matchmaker I convention going on? I choose to pick women that I like, and I host them at my home. I'm actually out in Bridgehampton, which is sort of like the Muskoka of Canada, or Mishpo, however you pronounce it. Muskoka, you got it. No, you were talking um, about Mishpo. You know, it's life of the rich and famous out here, and I pick and choose who I like, and then I invite them out for the weekend, and I've picked um, one from Montreal, two from Toronto, two from New York, and one from New Jersey, and none of them know each other, and none of them have ever met before, and they'll all meet when they get here. I did an email intro, and we'll have the best weekend ever in life, and I will drag them around. It's Camp Janice at the Love Villa. They call me the Love Fairy, and they will, I'd say probably all of them will meet dozens of men over the weekend. Where am I going then? I, where am I not going there? <laughs> <laughs> And lots of solos in the cities going out to the Hamptons this weekend at yes. Janice Bindell. Sounds like fun. Janice Bindell joins us of Janice Bindell Matchmaking from New York City. So more with Janice in just a moment. Uh, this is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with your dating guru and founder of SoloInTheCity.tv, Cheryl Besner. And we're talking about city dating, cosmopolitan dating on the show today and uh, the challenges uh, that, that it brings. Yeah, well, in some big cities, you would think that in a big pond, lots of little fish or little fish on a big pond, which is it, you know, when it comes to city dating. So we've got Janice Mandel on the phone um, talking to us today from New York City. Janice, welcome back. Thank you. So I wanted to ask you something, Janice. Do you think people in a cosmopolitan city, are they looking for a hookup or are they looking for relationships more? Well, the people that we deal with, since we're the matchmakers, we're not looking, we're a little priced out of the hookup range, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. So we're dealing with people that are commitment and marriage minded. But in general, in New York, like you live there, what do you see? Do you think people are just wanting to keep it moving and continually meeting new people and moving forward and swiping and swiping? I think it depends on the age, Cheryl. Mm -hmm. If you're in your 20s, then feel free to have as many hookups as you want. So then when you really do want to go down the aisle, you will have experience and know what you want and what you don't want. And I actually advise people of that. Go out there and date a lot. But if you're over a certain age, let's just call it 33 or 30, depending on if you're a man or a woman, I think when you're in the mentality of, I really want to find the right person and settle down, then you're not looking for a hookup. You're looking for the right match. 
And do you, when you're working with your clients, do you also suggest that they participate in different online dating sites or oh, you work no, no, strictly no, 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 with no, no, them no, one-on-one? No, 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 you don't like dating sites, clients, right? My men clients have to sign an exclusive relationship with me. They are not allowed to work with any other wannabe matchmakers or dating services, and they cannot be online dating. I think it's a conflict of interest, and they're not focused. Oh, very good. Now, if somebody is listening to the show and wants to work with you, what are the ramifications? Like, how do they work with you? They start off by filling something in with you, and then there's well, a fee attached to it? Well, both men and women, the most sensible thing to do would be to go to the website, which is JaniceSpindellMatchmaker.com, two S's, one L, all one word. They click on either men or women. And then an application comes up for them to fill out. Um, being out of the country, we have not pushed the button yet for some reason. I don't know why. But we have people from Canada. We have people from all over the world. What they do is they put their address in the address bar, and they just use any U.S. zip code. And then when it gets to me, because I'm the only one that approves them, I will switch and do what I need to do. And if they get approved, their credit card gets charged $25. And then men's process is they set up a simulated date with either my daughter Carly or myself. And so that means breakfast, lunch, or dinner on their turf or ours. So we can hear all about who the perfect wife is for them. And I can then tell them within 30 to 40 minutes who I think they're going to marry because that's how <laughs> clairvoyant I am and what a sixth sense I have. And I can usually do it by the names of the woman. They sort of roll their eyes and scratch their head. Women, on the other hand, read the process. And they have a choice. They can come to a group meet and greet, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, New York, L.A., San Francisco, wherever they live. And if they fit... It's the Janice Spindel tour. You actually take this on the road. (laughs) That's Uh, great. We are in 32 cities in the U.S. and we're global. We're actually leaving September 20th for four countries in Europe till October 7th, and then we come back, and then we go to Dubai for a 35-year-old billionaire. So <laughs> we spread love all over the world. So, Janice, let me ask you this, because when when I'm sure you've had many uh, real, uh, success stories, many marriages. Around 2,000. She's almost only at 2,000. Yeah, that it? Wow. I, Do I have the number right there, Janice? It's around 2,000? 2,000. Incredible. Yeah. So how, how, do you, how do you help the couples get over the lack of a story or the lack of a spontaneous romance? You know, so many couples love to tell their stories. Story. And, you know, meeting through a matchmaker, I mean, it, it's it's almost like a transaction. So how do you get over that? No, 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 no. And it makes me crazy when men say that. Uh, me too. I want to okay, so slap you right straight. now, Dan. I, I want to throw a, bo- a bottle of water across the studio at you. Know, set right me now. straight. <laughs> t- 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 tell, me how, tell me how to inject because a romance into that kind of situation. I'm. You can't find the woman of your own. You can't find on your own the woman of your dreams. You meet women all day long, but they're always lacking something. No, they always leave him, Dan. In this case, you should know Dan's <laughs> women always leave the country. Yes, they leave. They leave the city. So, they leave the country. Said that the only thing that we do is we deliver to you on a silver platter a woman that has the four B's, which is what I've coined: beauty, brains, body, and balance. The rest is up to chemistry in the universe. We are not taking the romance out of it. We are not taking anything out of it. We're just handing you the woman. We get your foot in the door. It's up to you, dude, to close the deal like there's no romance or so okay great so you didn't meet her you know i 
some romantic story of where you met her or, you know, you're on the beach and message in a bottle or something like that. <laughs> no, there's not. But you know what? The bottom line is, is there's almost 2,000 couples that are blissfully in love with lots of babies out there, and that's because I introduced them, because they never would have met each other if it wasn't for me. So, Janice, so I want to know something. Janice, Janice, Dan has a hard time closing. So, for instance, if he... Hey, you know, who says wait, I have a hard wait, time closing? Wait, wait, wait. Well, <laughs> okay, they, they're not sticking in the city, okay? Yeah, well, but, All right. uh, yeah. So okay. if Dan were to go through your entire process and pay the fee, how is it that you would help him get there? Because you just said, you know, because you've got you've got a close dude on your own. Are you going to help him get there? Are you going to help him close that deal? Well, the first thing he does is he goes out on a simulated date with me. So if he doesn't know how to behave or if he has no game, I'm going to correct that <laughs> real fast because I don't have time for nonsense and I cut right through the chase. Janice, when are you coming to Montreal? <laughs> Uh, in the fall. Okay, well, I'm when you come in the fall, I want to have you on that date with... I'm coming to TIFF. Sorry, you're going to TIFF? If I go to TIFF, then I'll hop over to Montreal, because I never go to one city without doing the other. So I don't know. I have to figure it out. But that's what I'm, that's in the back of my mind. All right, well, I'd, I'd like to go on a date with you, Janice, <laughs> and I'd like you to tear me apart and tell me exactly what's wrong with me, okay? And, and I want to film it. I do. I believe in honesty, not false hope, and I cut through the chase. You should hear me with women. I am brutal. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so I'm I'm gonna let you go, and I'm gonna stay back if you don't mind, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Janice, what's what's the biggest thing that you have to sort of um, uh, uh, adjust or 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 ask your clients to correct, especially I guess your male clients? I mean, what's what's the top mistake that we're making? Well, they have to be realistic with their expectations of what they're looking for. I mean, if you're a tall, dark, handsome hunk, and you're looking for you know a model with IV brains who's got you know X, Y, and Z, and blah 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 blah, that's great you deserve it but everybody has to look in the mirror and not have that be a magic mirror they have to be realistic with their expectations of what they're looking for and most important they have to be emotionally available because if you're not you could meet the right girl but if it's not the right time it's not going to work and a lot of so, people just think that they're available, and when they sit down and you work with them, you realize... so far from it that it's that's not That's it. Funny. They are so not there. I want to ask you, give me a couple tips you can give for people who are dating in a big city. How do they go about it to make it a little easier on themselves, Janice? Well, I think that they should focus on, you know, what they're doing, not necessarily who they're meeting. So let me give you an example. Almost 35 years ago, I met my husband at a gym. So if you're focusing on what you're doing and you're always smiling, because your smile is your calling card, Cheryl. So 100%. when you just smile and say hello, I don't know if you know it or not, but I've published two best-selling books out there, and Chapters and Indigo definitely have them. What and are they? In the books, it will tell you what are the name of your men, books, Janice? Tell us the, the name. Hello challenges, and it really tells you how to date men for women, obviously geared towards women because men don't read these books. It's very simple. You make it a mission. I want to get married. I want to find the right person. Then go out and do it. I don't really care where you live. A cosmopolitan city, you're going to have a lot stronger chances than if you're living in Iowa or South Dakota. Janice Bindel, Janice Bindel Matchmaking. How can people get in touch with you, Janice? Very simple. www.janicespindelmatchmaker.com. Two S's, one L, all one word. Phone number's there. Website's there. Emails are there. And right. I'm right on it. And a very OCD person. I answer people right away. And last but not least, Janice, the name of your two books. 
First one is get serious about getting married. 365 proven ways to find love in less than a year. And the second one is how to date men. Dating secrets from America's top matchmaker. Very interesting conversation, Janice. Thanks so much, and we'll uh, we'll see you in Montreal soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. And Cheryl, coming up next, we'll have our panel uh, with Karen and Paolo. This is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm Dan Delmar with your host, Cheryl Besner, founder of SoloInTheCity.tv, talking about uh, cosmopolitan dating and the dating jungle out there, especially in cities uh, where there are all kinds of uh, interesting challenges. And we have uh, a couple of guests for our roundtable today. Uh, We have, first of all, uh, Karen uh, Geffert. She is a West Island uh, woman who uh, who, who likes bad boys, right, Karen? Well, I like them so much, I married two of them. <laughs> oh, two, okay. So you're a little bit of a bad girl, too, Rebel. A little bit. Little okay. Bit. And uh, we have someone who, Cheryl, you, you described as a bad boy, Paolo Votano. He's the owner of Oficina Latina. That's a restaurant in uh, in New York City. Hi, Paolo. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. And Paolo, I want to just preface by saying you're a good bad boy, right? Yes, I am a good bad boy. So, you know, a lot of this is happening because we were talking about cosmopolitan dating and what it's like to date, for instance, in Montreal versus Toronto versus New York versus a small countryside city somewhere else. So, you know, Paolo, when we were there, we were talking about, for instance, all the different dating sites that you use and that sometimes you might have three or four dates in the same span of 24 hours, right? Yes, yes. Actually, it happens a lot. And uh, um, while I'm talking, I'm actually swiping right and left (laughs) just to get some inspiration. (laughs) What kind of inspiration are you looking for, Paolo, right now? I don't know. I'm looking for something that uh, is going to shock me and uh, is going to... I kind of like want that first loves uh, the love of the first sight, you know, those, 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 those things that are magic that doesn't exist anymore, so very difficult to find. So if I don't find that, i much rather have fun, you know? So that's why I'm looking all these uh, uh, options around. So what sites are you on? Give me give me a little rundown of some of them that are on that well, phone. Well, you know, I am uh, I'm actually I'm exploring all of them. Uh, I think I can be a consultant very soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody wants to open a new application on dating? Uh, I'm on Tinder, which is one of the most uh, popular one. Uh, I've been using even before Tinder. I was in OkCupid. Uh, then uh, right now there is a one that is very interesting. It's called Appen. Basically, uh, those applications they all think they all have differences between the others for the way the the the, the concept is run. For example, Appen is like. Uh, uh, it only shows to you the people that are like close by, so that they cross your path. And so, I, I want to spell that for people. But you have this most charming bad boy Italian accent, which is fantastic. Oh, yes, and yes. by the way, ladies and gentlemen, he looks like he sounds the typical <laughs> Italian bad boy. But that is H A P P N. That's the the app that Paolo's talking about right now. Yeah, H A P P N. Yes, that's the app. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's a, that's an app that, for example, for me, that I'm a pretty busy guy, and I can't move from my restaurant like uh, often. 
I have to wait uh, uh, like a, a fisherman, the fish that pass by. <laughs> Karen, have you ever used any of these applications and dating sites before you were married? I or in between? I that I have. I ah, can't sorry. say, but, but I do know a lot of my, my girlfriends did, my uh, cousin did. She actually got married last summer. Did she so, marry I somebody mean, that she met online? Yeah. Oh, there you go. You see, it yeah. works, everybody. It does work. It does work. And my girlfriend's in a nice long-term relationship now. She met him last year, so it's going on almost a year. Mind you, she had to kiss a lot of frogs before she finally met this guy. But, uh, you know, I think it's... Um, I think it's a lot easier for women today to be able to do it. So we're not afraid to ask to go out on a date. We've got to put ourselves out there because everybody has a very busy life. Karen, do you have any children? I do. Do you have I a daughter? Do. I have a six-year-old. Actually, she just turned seven last week. And so put her 10 years from now. Do you want her dating a bad boy? I don't want her dating anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess she what? She's to going to. <laughs> she has three big brothers who uh, have to worry about her first before she gets home to mommy and daddy. But uh, you know what? If that's what it is and the times are changing and that's where she's going to find love, well, I'll support her. So do you, do you think that the times right now are more of a hookup culture using all these apps or do you think it's more relationship? What do you think, Paolo? It's a lot of uh, hookup. Uh, yeah, it's a hookup culture for sure. Like I see people in in they would like to have a relationship, but in reality, I see that a lot of the relationships that happen uh, today they are like either short term or like uh, you know, yeah, like a booty like, call. Ah, yeah, there you go, yeah, the yeah, booty yeah. call. Uh, it's actually <laughs> incredible. Like uh, booty call is one of the most popular relationship at the moment, at least for me. Well, <laughs> yeah, and is, is that at 3 a.m. in the morning, like, you know, like, it's like, oh, what are you doing? I say, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> I'm in the morning. <laughs> Why you call me? <laughs> well, Paolo, do you want a relationship or do you want the booty call? Uh, like, well, at the moment, I don't. I talk right after I was married before. So okay. I was married for about six, three years and three years in a relationship with the same person living together. So it's like the same, basically it was the same uh, that being married. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like... Uh, after that, the the last three and a half years that I'm single, I really, I really thought I want a relationship again. Then maybe because the city where I live, it's a little bit crazy, and the people that I meet are a little bit out there. You know, they always looking for uh, the next option available. I don't think I'm in a mood for a relationship right now. At least, you know, unless 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 I find. Uh, some something magic, you know, as I said before. Paolo and Karen joining us on the roundtable. Paolo, you're, you're in New York City. We were talking with uh, Janice Bindel, our matchmaker in New York City, uh, uh, before. Um, how, I mean, is is the problem with dating in New York the fact that you have so many options? There, I mean, endless options, really? Is that why it makes it tough? Uh, I think, uh, you know, for uh, the point of view of a man, uh, you have a lot of options. And, uh, you know, and... Uh, you also very busy and then uh, there is a lot of different things that you can meet there is a lot of different women that you can meet and uh, uh, you uh, sometimes go for the easiest because uh, it's it's like it's already an intense life so relationship is a lot of work 
It uh, shouldn't be, but it's a lot of work. But Pali, when I was there, we were having a conversation about this, and you told me that the women also are not really interested in a lot of the relationships. Well, they, they're also uh, wanting if you the talk hookup. With a woman, they always say that they wanna, they're looking for a relationship, and then, you know, they actually, I don't think they are uh, so much like. I don't think they are so much, at least here in New York City. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Karen, about going on in the West Island? Uh, Karen, is, 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 the, is the West Island yeah. too small sometimes? Oh, my God, it's too small. you got to branch out. you got to go downtown. you got to go around. No, there's not, everybody knows everybody on the West Island, so there's really not too, too much going on down here. Unless you met your husband like I met mine and through my girlfriend, and it's her brother. Where Otherwise, did you meet My girlfriend. My, uh, my best friend introduced me to her brother years and years ago, and uh, the rest is history. And so, so unless you know somebody, you're not hooking up with anybody on the West Island. It's too small. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think it's also because some of these cities, especially like New York, like Toronto, and and Montreal, is on the verge also of that very fast-paced cities that work a very high-profile type culture? Do you think that it works its way into the relationship world as well, Pilo? Uh, I think absolutely. I think uh, I'm actually what she was saying. It was making a lot of sense. I used to live in a small city, a small town before to move to New York, uh, only hundred thousand people, uh, and uh, you know that's exactly what happened. Like a lot, like uh, people get into a relationship easier there because they don't have so much options, and uh, so you get actually kind of bored, and you want to find somebody that you can share something. To do it, so I don't say that everybody that is getting a relationship they are bored, but in general, when you have less option and when you have less less, less uh, uh, stimulation from the outside world, is probably when you go to the when you tend to be in a relationship a little bit more. And uh, in New York, it doesn't happen. Like in New York, you know, you 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 have to put the effort, and then if it's not worth it, you know, you turn. You you turn around and you find another one and then another one and then another one. I mean, it doesn't mm. even, doesn't have to be the perfect one. But They're just a click away. They're another click away. <laughs> yeah, it's another click away. It's kind of crazy. Uh, Karen, real quick, a final thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my you... final thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think all the single women, if you're really wanting to find somebody, you're going to find somebody. But you know what? Today, it's, it is all about the booty call. It is all about that one-night uh, fling. And if it can light lead to something a little bit more serious, and if that's what you both want, then great. Otherwise, I think you should just have a great old time and enjoy your life. Karen, yep. Karen Gefford uh, joining us on the West Island. Paolo uh, joining us from uh, New York City. And enjoying his life very much there. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do. This is a paradise. <laughs> uh, Paolo Vitano, owner of Officia Latina Restaurant, which is uh, in New York City. Uh, you can follow them on uh, on Instagram at Paolo is rocking. And uh, wow, what a contrast. <laughs> New York City versus the West Island. Guys, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you. And coming up next show. The character to the end, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, coming up next show, we'll have our kiss calendar and Just Solomon with the love beats on the street. Uh, this is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. And now, Cheryl, it's time for a Love Beats on the Street. Our comedian Jess Solomon went out into the streets uh, to talk about uh, the dating jungle and just how, how in these big cities there's just so many bad boys and bad girls out there. I mean, uh, you, you never know when you're going to find a bad apple. 
No. So I don't know about you, but I'm ready to hear what people in Montreal had to say about dating bad boys, bad girls. Hi, I'm Jess Solomon here with Solo in the City. CJAD, Love Beats on the Street. What's your name? Jack. We're talking about uh, bad boys and bad girls. Um, have you ever dated a bad boy? Yes, many. What, what draws you to the bad boy? Unavailable. Very cocky. Um, you never know what they're thinking. Keep you on your toes. They never give you what they want. You'll never get a bad-looking bad boy. I've dated a, a, a psycho girl. Okay. A crazy girl. It drew me away from her. A lot of a lot of drama that had to be managed. No, I like nice guys. You like nice guys? You're so lucky. A lot of girls don't. We just partied a lot. Okay. We drank a lot. And, you know, it was fun. The best part is I've dated a few real bad boys, and then I've dated the wannabe bad boys. I've dated them all. Well, a real bad boy is way smoother and way cooler and doesn't really project that he's a bad boy. The bad boy wannabe projects that he wants to be a bad boy and it's just so obvious and he thinks he's just so cool and he's such a loser. All right, so I, what do you think about that? I, bad boys versus the wannabe bad boys? I well, I think I've met many of those wannabe bad boys, but you can usually tell. I, I think you can tell when yeah. somebody is. Yeah, they're, they're kind of fumbling a little bit more. They're throwing the, out like real classic lines rather than just being smooth about it. Because a bad boy, I mean, listen, we just had Paolo on. That is a classic bad boy. He embodies it. He owns it. I just did the the classic uh, uh, wannabe bad boy sign, and you see what I'm doing here. Yes, the I pop, did. I mean, yeah, he's lifting up collar. his collar, yeah, and fidgeting a little bit, yeah, and yeah. and the next thing would be don't like, don't pop your collar, guys. Don't pop your collar, yeah. and don't put on the sunglasses when the conversation gets a little too, you know, heated up for you. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, any advice for for? I mean, I, I think when it comes to bad boys and bad girls, uh, and and just dating in the city in general, and trying to be unique, because it's it's tough to stand out, and I think that so many times people revert back. To that, to that character that they want to be. I mean, people just really have to sort of but get to know themselves. But it what do you want, then? I mean, if you want to date somebody, whether it's, you know, the hot chick or the bad boy, I mean, it's classic. Women love bad boys. It's exciting. I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey, that's what everybody went mm. crazy about. It was the bad boy. Yet you always said, I want to date the bad boy. I want to marry the good guy, okay? And when I'm working with people, that's what I tell them. You want the good guy, maybe who has the edge of a bad boy and you can get both of those but it's deciding do you want the hookup and just having fun because then it doesn't matter go for the bad guy if you want the relationship go for the good girl go for the bad boy Uh, the good guy sorry you don't (laughs) want to take the bad boy home to mummy uh, that makes so um, when it comes to uh, I guess finding your your own dating personality um, I mean, it's good to be real, right? It's good to sort of get to know yourself. And if you if you aren't a bad boy or a bad girl, don't fake it. It, it always it always sort of comes through. I think when you when you fake it too much. Yeah, well, there there is something about saying fake it till you make it, and that's really about finding your own confidence. So you know, I think everybody has that little edge inside of them. That's why I'm saying edge versus bad boy. Everybody has that. Just like women, they all own that sexuality and that sensuality that we can put out there. But when we put it out there, it's got to come from inside. So whatever you're doing, think about it. Like, bring it inside, own it inside, and then put it out there. And then you'll never have to worry about stumbling on your own two feet and giving out mixed messages and lying about who you are. We spoke a lot on the show today about uh, dating in, in various cities, how it's more difficult, maybe in, in a bigger city versus a smaller city. Have you ever run into people that you've dated on in Montreal? Because it happens to me all the time, and I, and I always say, this is such a small city. Yeah, well, you know what? Because of what I was doing when I got divorced and I wrote 365, I haven't really dated very much in the city. I always mm. kind of got... 
um, out of town and I always met people when I was traveling and that was more interesting and, and also it's kind of like where do you want to live and what do you want to live and I love the cosmopolitan life of New York and everything so I didn't have that issue and it's even something I always say also I don't want to date a friend's ex-husband so you know very clear guidelines as to who I would date so mm. I haven't had that problem but I don't do know a lot of people that do it happened to me actually uh, about a week and a half ago on the bike path and, and it's, yeah, it just, it's, it's so awkward because it always happens. Montreal is such a small city. Um, one also thing that, thing that that I want to bring up that came up uh, on uh, uh, on the show is uh, is multiculturalism. And I think that was my biggest sort of um, uh, pleasant surprise when I came to Montreal, just how multicultural it is. Because growing up in the country, someone sort of mixed race. There was everyone was there was no one like me. In, in, uh, <laughs> and then I come to the city there's, and you finally meet. There's not meet. very many people like you in, That's in Montreal in general, either. Yeah. Uh, I'm special. You are um, special, Dan. Uh, but I, it was it was so much fun to meet a lot of women that were just like me that were you know had a mixed sort of Jewish background and uh, and I had never really met uh, any up north before uh, like well, that. Well, so. and, and I, look, there's not a lot of cities like Montreal where you have two very specific. Um, cultural differences, which is the English and the French, except we've melded it together so well in so many instances. So I do find it amusing kind of when I hear somebody say, I only want to date um, a Jewish man mm. or a French woman. I, I don't I don't like the boundaries that we're putting on ourselves, but there are a lot of reasons that people say that. And that has to do with the fact that we have so many cultures and we are so grand in so many schemes and we have so many things available to us whether it's the food of the city or the events that go on in the city and the theater English and French there's a lot that as people who live here we have to offer and it might just be as simple when Jana said that a lot of men want French women it's the the idea that it's different from where they are in the US they're all English so they're thinking that the French might be different where if they came here an English woman or a French woman we're the same we just yeah. talk a different language yeah and so, so most of us are bilingual mostly bilingual That's anyway right. so it's, it's becoming less less of an issue and it's it's great to see um, next week on Solo in the City maybe I'm going to tell my sad story because it's about long distance relationships oh mm. and you've had a few of those I, I've had one I've had one big one and uh, she couldn't stay in Montreal still miss her to this day still miss her um, so we'll talk about long distance relationships uh, next week on Solo and in the I've City and I've had a lot of them too yeah they're yeah. tough uh, Saturday nights at 10pm every week here on Newstalk Radio CJAD 800. Have a great week, Cheryl. Thank you, Dan. I'm Cheryl Besner, flying solo with you. And for more information on this week's events and many others, go to solointhecity.tv. Get on that dating site there. There's a lot happening and you can meet somebody in on Solo in the City's dating site and then get out in the city and enjoy one of the events on our KISS calendar. So remember to KISS. Keep it simply social and we'll see you next week. We're the sweet, I can sugar, go to candy.